The Pinball Network is online. Launching Pinball Party. Shit. Good. You work. Uh, <clears throat> vocal cords. Uh, yep. Oh, those drums are nice. A little refresher to the song. Yeah. Groovy. Good. Okay. This theme song, though, it was written uh, long before the pinball party, and um, I think it was taking away from such a good melody of having so many F words in it. But teeth. We told you. We told you, bitches. We told you about the teeth. We hinted at it. We talked the most we could. Kale even got up at 4 a.m. to help record the podcast. But hey, it's been a few weeks. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jason, host of the Pinball Party podcast. You heard my lovely assistant, Meth, earlier. Oh, yeah. Kale and Rachel will be joining soon. We'll be talking about stuff. Talking about a very recently announced Jurassic Park 30th Anniversary Limited Edition pinball machine from Stern for a lot of doll hairs and how the world-famous Electric Bat Arcade in Tempe, Arizona is doing, how machines are doing on location. Nice. We have a brand new segment you're not going to want to miss and an announcement about this podcast at the end of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Whoa. And aside from the random stuff we talk about, in the meantime, we are going to go back to the roots of this podcast and review a game that I've owned. This week's edition is Stern's Ghostbusters. Such a great game, and I wish you could buy it these days. Like new. So, Stern, uh, vault it. Come on. Uh, and if you did vault it, uh, I guess, hmm, where would I buy it? I know. One of my favorite places to work with. Our premier sponsor, Flap It, Flap, Flap, okay, well, let me check my notes here. It's, it's uh, Flap, Flappin' Bird Pinball. Uh, no, that's not right. Uh, a pinwheel, flat, flat chested pinwheels and arcade store. Thanks. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from flipping out. From toppers or bridge periods, I've got it figured out. Flipping out. Don't be a dumbass and buy from somewhere else. Flipping out pinball, where people with brains buy games. And it sounds like uh, before he gets his hand slapped, proverbial, make him an offer on stuff. See what happens. Hmm. Tell him pinball party sent you. I don't know. See what happens. Well, before I bring on the two beautiful folk from Electric Bat Arcade, I want to mention a couple local just awesome things that have happened recently in the world of pinball. One, selling a pinball machine to a local fella and fellette, uh, Andrew and Amy, Casanova Pinball. They run Casanova Pinball out of Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Uh, rent, they're starting to rent games out. They have a couple on location. A couple of just stand-up sons of bitches. One of those random encounters where you sell a game or you're buying a game and you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta deal with a stranger and like, hello, <laughs> how are you? And, and they're either weird as shit, but you want their money or vice versa. Or... They're awesome. Uh, Andrew and Amy fall into the awesome category 
We talked for a lot longer than I guess I expected. I learned a lot about piloting and flying planes because that's what Andrew does. But aside from that, they do a lot of awesome pinball stuff. So Casanova Pinball, they have a couple machines uh, in St. Paul at the Wandering Leaf Brewery. So if you're in the area, go check out Wandering Leaf Brewery for a couple pinball machines that, mind you, are very well maintained and work wonderfully. Another local that actually has been on the show in the past, uh, Dave from Lumberjack Johnny's. I was chatting with him, asking if there was, hey, is anyone selling a TMNT Pro in your area? He's he's down by, for, for those who in the pinball world, here's where he is, over by District 82, okay, in, in that area. The Fox Cities. He runs a place called Lumberjack Johnny's that is kind of partners with them. And, and they're, they're getting big and they're, they're doing great. So if you take anything from this, go check out Lumberjack Johnny's. But I was chatting with him about if there was games for sale. And he's like, you know, I actually have a few just laying around because we're, we're moving and we're expanding and I have some in the warehouse. He's like, you're welcome to come borrow them free of charge anytime just because he's a friend of the show. Fuck me. That is so kind. Uh, so... Man, Dave, again, geez, one of the good ones. And to just take a second to update everyone on what's going on with Lumberjack Johnny's. The IFPA announced Nationals will be at District 82 in De Pere. Lumberjack Johnny's is going to hold the WPPR Chopper Tournament in conjunction with the Nationals again this year. Lumberjack Johnny's is opening a second location in Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, They just got their permit approved. They'll be featuring 14 throwing lanes for literal axes and uh, upwards of about 30 pinball machines. They're going to have a full kitchen, beer, seltzer, anything but hard liquor, no booze yet. Um, They're working with Fox City's Pinball Stream, Tom et al., and they're planning on a Bond 60th Heads Up tournament as the inaugural tournament in Appleton. Um, They're tentatively going to be open in October of 2023, so this year, pretty soon, provided all of the construction stays on schedule. And, you know, if, if... if anyone wants any more information on Lumberjack Johnny's, go check him out or, or send me a message. I can get it to Dave. Uh, I'm sure he'd share whatever he can. So go check out Lumberjack Johnny's for all your axe throwing and pinball needs down in Appleton, Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, we go west to Minnesota, where recently I dealt with two fantastic pinsiders. I'll say Viddy, what's up? And Pingetto. Is it Pingetto? Pingetto? Brian, hey man. Your Adams family is the shit. Thanks for letting me play on your America's Most Haunted, etc. I want to play your pinball machines. <laughs> hey, man, I'll just text you that. I want to play your pinball machines. Um, last thing before I bring in the two way southwest of Minnesota, Rachel and Kale. You know how in video games, which is a giant market, you can play a lot of game demos or... On Steam, if you buy it, you can play for two hours and get refunds. And you you can test out games before you spend $60, right? Because you don't want to waste your money or you only have a finite amount of time to spread your assets around to play things. All the reasons. In pinball, you don't. Unless you have a location, you can't really test out games. And that sucks. What I'm getting at is pre-Spike 2 games, or mainly, or even some Spike 2, I encourage people to use Visual Pinball to test out games. It is an open... Is it open source? Yeah, technically. uh, Online. Go check out VP Forums, Virtual Pinball. If you want the closest to a real thing way to test a game out before you buy it, 
Now, you're not going to be able to test out like Godzilla or Jurassic Park Premium, or maybe, please forgive me, any virtual pinball people, um, you know, Casanova, hey, uh, you know, let me know. But I use it to test out a lot of games. I mentioned this in the past, and the reason I bring it up now is because a, a lot of people rely on reviews, which we're about to talk about soon, or straight down the middle, go check out Zach and Greggy doing that. Apologies for the Greggy. Or go to Pinside and read a bunch of, you know, reviews from lunatics who are stressed out about the pricing, you know, me included, right, sometimes. But if there was just a better way to try things out before we spend $6,000 minimum on a thing where paying $60 or $70 on a video game is something we often want to test out, um, there's got to be a better way, right? So just to continue the discussion of... I think virtual pinball is a very powerful tool in this hobby to test out games. I mentioned before, but very specifically Sam and earlier games, Stern, Stern Sam, you can test out some awesome features of games. The physics is close enough. The rules are identical. Um, and, and I continue to do it this day. Get a monitor on a swivel so you can turn it vertical. You know, use your keyboard for the flippers. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time. So public service announcement to Virtual Pinball for the use of game demos to buy new games. And without further ado, let me bring in two of the most fantastic people in all of pinball, Kale and Rachel. Well, welcome back, you two gorgeous motherfuckers, to the Pinball Party Podcast. Kale and Rachel, hello. Hello. It's been too long, Jason. Man, it feels good. It feels good to be here. Yeah. It's It's been three weeks-ish. Wow. Has it four, a month? I don't know. You know, I went to space and back. You know? yeah. And by that, I mean I just stayed at home for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. What have you guys been up to? Surgery. Surgery? <laughs> what kind of surgery? Skin cancer. I got part of my face removed and then part of my face stuck on to the part they took off. So Shit, but you're you're doing well. You look great. You're doing well. Thank you. Yeah. I'm doing much better now. Kale took very good care of me. Yep, I was uh, running the arcade. It was interesting. I'd you know, go in by myself, do everything, go back home, make Rachel some delicious collagen smoothies. Mm. Make sure she had a completely stress-free. What was it? Several Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. I can, I can see it. No, no lie. Like the vibe is chill as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to bring this down. Like maybe we gotta. Yo. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, welcome. Um. Well, I, I'm glad to hear you're feeling better. You seem to be in good spirits. And um, thank you for sharing. I didn't want to. Yep. Sucks. Doing great. Uh, Appreciate it. Good. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've been staying in contact for the last few weeks. It's, it's been a nice nice break. It's good to be back, but you know, let's talk about pinball. Let's and do it. As, so, as I said earlier in this episode, teeth, we fucking told you. Boom. Teeth. <clears throat> we nailed it. We nailed it. Jurassic Park 30th anniversary announced by Stern. How about that? And you know what's funny? We... We had we we recorded a segment that was never released because they they sprung venom right and and in that segment 
we were like, you know, there's still something to this. The, you know, we yeah. looked into this guy. He's not a troll. He he has connections in the pinball industry. We, we you know, we figured out who it was, the, you know, the Reddit guy for people mm-hmm. following along here. And, uh, you know, we, we both said there's, there still has to be something to this because this guy just wasn't trolling people. This, uh, he, he, he was coming from a good place. Teeth yes. had teeth. The teeth had teeth. And you're right. There was some stuff we did not air because there's, you know, you've been around the block in the industry. I've, I'm starting to be around the block and you're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't say that. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's teeth to the teeth and the teeth are revealed. Jurassic Park 30th anniversary. Um, the, everyone has probably seen it. It was announced yesterday and then the video got leaked and then Stern pulled it. We all saw it. Um, and then today... Um, they revealed the same thing they revealed yesterday. The Jurassic Park 30th anniversary new LE is basically a limited edition Jurassic Park, the same as the previous LE, but with different art and a different color powder coated, powder coating, excuse me. The original one was green and this one is red. Um, and just a few minutes ago before you two joined, it was revealed that there's also new code added to Ooh. Jurassic Park 30th anniversary, but retroactively to the rest of the games as well. Yes. So in conju- I'm reading from Nap Arcade on, on this. So Jason, hey, what's up, man? Uh, in conjunction with the launch of its new 30th anniversary limited edition, uh, spelled with an N, switch that, <laughs> uh, pinball machines, Stern Pinball is rolling out a brand new 30th anniversary quest mode for all existing Jurassic Park machines that are equipped with Insider Connected. This mode, quote, will challenge players to collect dinosaur DNA strands throughout the game to create amazing dinosaurs and earn badges. Not only is Stern adding this new quest, it's also bringing co-op mode and team play to all Jurassic Park pins. Very cool move by Stern to add the surprise to all Jurassic Park games. Fuck yes, as one of my favorite games, if not current of the favorite of the current Spike games, it's... I say that I'm like defensive because my favorite playing game is Jurassic Park, period. My favorite like theme is, is Lord of the Rings, but I digress. It's awesome that they're adding actual new stuff to all Jurassic Park pins, not just the new one. So the new one, people are like, eh, it's 500 new LEs. They made 500 in the past, so it's 1,000 total LEs. Just pick your flavor of color, and everyone gets a bonus for the anniversary. So you guys got to be updating your game soon. What do you think? I'm so excited. I didn't know about that code until you just laid it on me right now. I didn't know about it. I'm super excited. Yeah. I I always thought like playing that game that the shots are awesome for a pinball player. Like it's, I can see why noobs don't like it as much. Uh, It just, it's, it's somewhat frustrating. You don't think that, well, to start a multi-ball in this, you hit the truck and I mean, it's cool, but it's kind of a player's game. And I really love it that there's so much you can do. But for me, the depth of like getting the fossils and the DNA, even that for me was kind of like I didn't bother because I was just trying to get through the paddocks and visitor center and escape from Nublar, Nublar and all that. And the game is just a blast to play. So seeing this, like <laughs> getting the DNA, I don't know if it's the same. I don't know anything beyond what I just read. It's just exciting that they're just adding more to one of the best, if not best, Keith Allen games out there. There's no negatives to this. In my opinion, I think the LE buyers in the past, maybe like just now, they're probably thinking, oh, my, my game devalued a little bit because there's more limited editions. Well, not really. There's still only 500 of the ones you have. Literally, mm-hmm. there's, it's a complete different art package, complete <clears throat> different powder coat. 
everything's different on this one. It's just different. It's not upgraded. It's not new anything. It's just a different color. And personally, I like the original limited edition color scheme better. I really do. If if so, to me, I don't think the limited edition owners out there fret not. I don't think your your value should go down for what it's worth. Um, if anything, stay the same. Maybe go up. If I don't know. Do you, what do you guys think? I know you're not LE buyers for the the arcade. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Jurassic Park Pro or do you have multiple Jurassic Parks? What's your setup? We have a Pro. Okay. We have a Pro, and I have I've seen some complaints on the internet about the LE prices, and I don't really think that they're warranted. What do you mean? I oh, think as that far they'll as be fine. Yeah, I, th- I think your your value is going to stay high. Um, there's more. Uh, I I think it'll be. Nothing to worry about for the people that have it. I agree. I like the original art package better. Um, this is just another opportunity for some people to have some fancy machines. I I think there's room in the market that it's not going to affect values. Right. Especially on a game like this that is consistently lauded and people like this game, period. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like... Um, just for example, like an Avengers Affinity Quest or Mandalorian, like Ellie or Turtles Ellie, where it's like, well, people don't love those games. So like the value will drop. Jurassic Park is just consistently like people like it. Um, it's a top 10 game. And it's a top 10 game for a reason that I think has teeth. Huh? Fuck. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, but yeah, so we'll learn more probably as, as the coming weeks, um, coming days. When the code drops, I don't know, but fuck, that's so awesome. I mean, send me a text. When you find out the code drops, I'll do the same. I want to I see it updated. I want to play it. I want to know what this co-op mode is. I think, it's, oh, man, co-op to get the paddocks? Let me read co-op mode and team play. Fuck, that is... That is, because, that is very cool. I'm super excited about Kale that. and I should play a four-player co-op mode, just the two of us, so we could see if we could get to the visitor center. <laughs> Have you not gotten to the visitor center? You, Rachel, you can get to the visitor center. If you try, we just, uh, that's just not, we don't play as much pinball as, as you would think that we do. We fix a lot of pinball. We play for fun, but it, yeah. I don't just sit down and be like, okay, today I'm going to carve out these few hours to really focus on getting to the visitor center. But now Kale and I together, that might be a really fun thing for the two of us to yeah. do. Like, don't, don't mess up. We're going <laughs> to right. we'll, see it. We'll, we'll get like you, me, Ty, and Walt Wood. We can get Well, those it. guys can do it on their own. The point is that <laughs> me and you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, and, the, and, and the co-op, I'm excited about doing the co-op mode. Um, but just what we've seen around Electric Bat, I mean, it might be cool at home, but when a co-op mode drops, like with, uh, what was it, Mando, and then there's one on TNA, uh, we had, was there a co-op mode in Turtles? Oh, yeah. That was like the first. Yeah, that was the yeah, one. Yeah, and we had a Turtles for a little bit. Like, people play it once or twice, and then that's it. Mm. Uh, just on, on location. But at, at home, it's probably a blast. I mean, we'll we'll play it. Uh, since this is such a great game, and I don't know how the co-op mode works, if it is like you trying to get to the visitor center, I can see be. four people getting... Just because that's, that's such a big deal in Jurassic Park, I could definitely see... You know, four four folks getting together and and trying to knock that out um, th- multiple I th- times. I think so too, because like you see people, we saw some guys, some of our friends playing co op on TNA the other night because you want to get, you know, you want to blow up all the reactors when there's a, such a linear progression that's obvious. That makes it a lot 
more fun to do co-op than something like score chasing yes. or something that's maybe a little more nebulous. So I think that Jurassic Park is is the perfect game to have a co-op mode. Agreed. It's so much. Yeah, I to your point, you've never sat down for a couple hours and say I'm going to get to the visitor center. I have because it's so linear and you know like all right, A to B to C to D, I'm going to get the T-Rex for extra ball. I have my own like method. So I'm never, again, so I'm never looking for the DNA of the fossil stuff. This way, I think it gives me a little more room to, to do that. But the best part about the visitor center, which I won't spoil it for people who haven't been there. It's not Escape from Nublar. That's a different level of like wizardry. But as soon <laughs> when one of the velociraptors peeks his fucking eye up in the hole, uh, you'll, so you'll see what I'm saying when you get there. It just feels great. It like gives you a chance to like breathe and gives you animation that you don't see all the time. You know, you're not skipping it with the flippers. Like uh, you're just like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? And the little son of a bitch looking at you. It's, it's yeah, sweet. it is so good. Rachel and I watched um, when Walt was in town. Walt Wood was in town. He uh, he was like, hey, you want to see me beat Jurassic Park? And we're like, hell yeah, we do. <laughs> and just, and <laughs> so we coined up the machine for him and he ran through it. And uh, we, we got it all on stream. So I'll, I'll release that on my YouTube channel. It's just it's fun to watch that guy guy play. But yeah, we we saw the whole game to the point where it's just like game over, like like you just finished Zelda or something. Um, yeah, I, I saw him do that in the Dracula on your video, um, yep. Electric mm-hmm. Bat. Yeah, release that. That I I want to I don't want to see it actually. I want to get there. I think I can get to Escape <laughs> from Nublar because I've gotten the Visitor Center multiple times, but then the uh, whatever the Wizard Mode is, it escapes me when you get all this control rooms. Um, there's like multiple little mini Wizard modes. And then Escape from Nublar, the final. Um, fuck, this breathe, breathes new life. But uh, let, let's leave it there. There's plenty of Jurassic yeah. Park talk out there. And and uh, teeth, we were right, get wrecked. And in, speaking of teeth, <laughs> um, you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ride that um, that high ride that I don't know what do you want to call. It? We have a new segment, right? Mm-hmm. I, we're tentatively calling it Figure It Out. Surprise, surprise. Maybe f- teeth. Figured out teeth? Something with teeth, but for now, figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Right? We, could, we could do some Nine Inch Nails with teeth. Oh. The, people oh. in um, Neon Dale wanted to do uh, a cover of a Nine Inch Nails song and uh, call it Nine Inch Dales. Dude. That was clever. And also terrible at the same time. Please. <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to say three statements one of them, they're, they're rumors, three rumors. One of them we know to be true. Two of them won't be true. Um, probably. And, <laughs> probably, yeah. We could always, <laughs> years ago, if we just said, oh, Godzilla will be a pinball machine again. Like, okay, eventually it was true. But no, we know because of reasons that one of these is true. One mm. of these, two, or two of these are not true. We're not going to reveal next week which one is because that would be, you know, we don't want to give away sources, et cetera, or burn bridges, but just to, you know, get the people talking. And because I personally love rumors and I love rumors when they end up being true or semi-true. Who does it? This teeth rumors. thing. I mean, yeah. I, you got up at 4 a.m. to talk about it. You know, we it's, were it's, excited, man. Oh, and, man. And, and, and we have to thank, hopefully he's listening to the Reddit guy. We Did won't you know? Give his name. Sorry to interrupt. He deleted his account. What? Yeah, yeah. The Nap Arcade did a post this morning or last night. Jason, dude's always on top of shit. Go get your Nap Arcade fix. K N A P P Arcade. Um, yeah, he 
he he didn't quote the show, even though we were the ones to talk about. It. He, he he knew, uh, you know, that we were mm-hmm. talking about it. He talked about the whole teeth gate and how it turned out to be true. And there's a little more to be found about maybe a Kapow game coming later this year. But he showed that yeah, he went back to talk to the Reddit user account deleted. Wow, dude left. It, yeah, I I Whoops. don't. He, he didn't think. A lot of people think they can post in the comments on Reddit and nobody's going to pick shit up. But, no. man, we have Reddit. our ear to the ground. You better yeah. watch out, people. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it's better just to come straight to us. We won't We won't reveal. Like, we nope. know who this guy is and we never we never uh, dox him. No, we won't dox. And, and for real, you know, uh, anyone out there, if you want to, uh, you know, get, get a little juicy nugget out there, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll help you do it. But let's let's get to it. Three things. I'll start, Kale, you say, and then I'll say one of us is mm-hmm. telling something that's true, mm-hmm. totally, that we know is true. It will be coming, et cetera. Okay. Two of them. Now, I'm completely unprepared, but I can I can come up with something. Okay. Um, all right. I know what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to provide. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You ready, Rachel? Don't, uh, you know, watch those NDAs. Just watch you. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys got shit. To... Okay. Uh, here we go. Stern is working on a second shaker motor type and i'll just i'll just say that i don't want okay Ooh. yeah okay what do you like like what like you can't uh, leave it at that i i kind of have to i'll oh. say it's just uh stern is working on a new shaker motor type for reasons does it punch you in the nuts <laughs> no because we have that trademarked <laughs> You got the patent on that. The yeah, man. No, that's, that's part of our turn. Embarrassing drain okay. shoots out the brain door. And it's recorded. So if they come out, yeah, that's that's a pinball party exclusive. If it punches mm-hmm. the nuts, we're getting royalties. We're getting swatted. Um, we're getting, yeah. yeah. Don't don't dox me. But yeah, Stern, uh-huh. new shaker motor type. Um, so I'll do I go that. now? Your turn. Is that how this works? Um, yeah, you go ahead. Let me think of a good one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this may not be how this works, Kale. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a with a spooky one because I'm I'm loving them right uh, now. We 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 fi- yeah. they sent they sent us a new them. board and they they fixed our our Scooby and it's working. It's it's oh, rock nice. solid right now. Thank you, man. I wish you wouldn't have said that. Uh, yeah, I know. Now it's gonna break. Now I'm gonna go. Uh, with so we'll, we'll go. We'll go with uh, spooky. Okay. Their their next game. Is Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, like I, with I, the uh, people, the the leather people. Le- the leather <laughs> people, the van, the that they're sticking with sticking with the van, right? They, they had the van in in their last game. They're gonna keep going with the van with the the, the, ki- the kids. <laughs> they made that, too many vans. Yeah, the kids that solve a mystery of, of uh, who's getting cut up. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna be. <laughs> so it, they can instead, reuse the code. <laughs> so instead of you know the, the rumors of Princess Bride and, and He Man and well I guess that's uh, the other stuff and Ludwig. Okay, you're going with tech, that. Just okay, Texas Chainsaw. Hmm. Yeah, All cool. right, cool. All right, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go on another Stern. Uh, I'm not just a Stern fanboy, but uh, Stern. Heard of him? Pinball. Mm-hmm. Stern is taking a cue from, I'll say, JJP and upgrading their sound system to more than a 2.1 in future games. So uh, a 3.1? (sighs) 12.1. I'm leaving it at that. Okay. Not room for whatever, but just Stern is... Probably only going to be on the LEs, I bet. Uh, 
I don't, I'll say stir just full stop. Stern is <laughs> is is more than two point one in the in the future. Uh, okay. They're learning to. Uh, it's not just from me screaming from the mountaintops, even though yes, mm-hmm. um, you know, more than two point one. Cool. Hey, what's what's that mean in the sound? Well, they're talking about like two point. What's the point one part? What is the, that's a sub. That's a subwoofer. Point one. Yeah. Point one. So the because other two it's are. Not, it's not full frequency. I mean that's. Historically. So yeah. what's the two part? Two, two is stereo. A left, yeah. a right, and then a subwoofer. So okay, 5.1 so in a home five theater. five channels and a sub. Mm-hmm. And then if we go at most, there's like 7.2.4. Then you oh, go... Shit. What? What's the point four? What's up? Above you. Oh. Yep. So you got around you, you got subwoofer, and then above mm-hmm. you. It's great. Consumers love this shit. You just add a bunch right, of dots right. and numbers, and they're like, oh, yeah, I follow. Here's a million dollars. And and what supports it? Like, one movie? Cool. Right, and producers love mixing in 5.1, let me tell you. Do you know the new... Uh, is it just Studio for Logic or Pro Tools? It might mm-hmm. be both. So in studios, going forward, legit, is it Spotify or iTunes or both, it is a requirement that sound engineers are going to be mixing in Atmos. Wow. For real. Whoa. Yeah. Which is strange because audio historically is two channels. Right. Uh, right. And people listening on their phone and earbuds are not uh, getting seven point. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, a, a recent acquaintance sound engineer building a new studio locally. Like these, um, some of the requirements for certain things for mastering is in Dolby Atmos, so he had to put in four speakers above him and, and do all that. I mean, it's a bitch enough to do surround sound, but anyway, right. let's uh, go down the audio hole a different time. <laughs> well, thanks okay. for telling me what the point one was. I, yeah. I've always wondered. Never You're bothered welcome. to look it up. So, uh, Rachel, so th- what, do you, what, what do you think? Like, yeah, you have those three rumors. Which one seems most likely? Well, they actually <laughs> all seem very likely, so... Um, I'll I mean, list them again. The, the nut punch... The, the nut, Stern, oh, a new yeah. shaker motor type. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> Te- Texas Yeehaw Massacre. Te- oh, <laughs> the next spooky game is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is that what you said next? Or, okay. Yeah. And then third, um, Stern is changing their audio to more than 2.1. Can it be 2.2? you like Ooh. two subs. Stereo subs. Yeah. Man. Ooh. Yeah, for some of the phase cancellation, huh? You guys want to talk phase cancellation? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, you know I don't think she should ruminate on which one is accurate because uh, let's leave it at that. I don't, not that yeah. I don't want your opinion, but I don't want you to get in trouble or people read into anything. So have fun out there. One of these is true. In time, you'll be like, oh shit, teeth. You bet, teeth. Figure it out. Egg on your face. <laughs> Not on ours. <laughs> Big old dinosaur um, egg. So, sorry, Stern and Spooky and everyone out there for for, for the one that. Um, all right, Electric Bat. You got a Jurassic Park Pro. You're going to be updating it with code soon. Mm-hmm. Spooky's working. Things are rolling. Kale's taking care of everything, so I assume it's burned to the ground. Uh, <laughs> but during this fire, what has been earning recently? We talked about how uh, Scooby dominated, then Scooby literally busted. Uh, we had Toy Story up for a long time, and then Godfathers, and then Foo Fighters was taken off as record-breaking electric bat, coin drop, heaven. What's Stranger going on things. lately? It's all Stranger, Stranger things. things all the time. So, uh, and these are, the, I only have official numbers from uh, about two weeks ago, so we're 
these are those numbers. Stranger Things, number one. Godzilla, number two. Heard of it. Yep. Uh, Bond 60th, number three. Whoa. Yeah. Speaking of teeth. Yeah, that one is really... Um, that one has really surprised me. So um, Bond 60th is number three. Regular Bond Premium is number 15. <laughs> uh. So my predictions about what casuals would want to play yeah. is just way wrong on that. Everybody, except you, likes Bond 60th. But you also have a an environment that is tournament players hardcore players that's true we do have a lot of players um there our ratio of serious players to casuals is is probably a little different than um many arcades but what what would you if you had to gun to your head ratio of um enthusiast hardcore tournament and then the casies 50 50 yeah maybe i don't know uh it it's that's a that's a really tricky question to ask just because you know we're we're not kale what do you think the ratio of of serious players to casual players is at the bat because <sighs> with bond 60th being so high number three correct mm-hmm. on in your earnings from playing that game and 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 then subsequently shitting on it um personally mm-hmm Again, I, I did admit, and I would if I was with like you two, and we were playing it like as like let's 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 kick its ass, let's let's kick each other's ass. Like, all right, I can get into it. Uh, but as far as like walk up and like, hey, I'm gonna go spend the day playing Bond 60th. Eh, you know, no, I'll, I'll play Jurassic Park or something else. So I just think maybe there's a lot of you know gung ho people. I can't like there, little there, Tommy, nine year old Tommy, isn't walking up I, to Bond 60th. Like, eh. I, I think there is. This this is this is a really uh, I said u- unique deal because. It's almost like we don't we don't really have you know I know other places have like rec leagues where you don't get whopper points. All of our players care about whopper points. There's there's like and and that's what I'm gonna call like serious players. And that that's almost like seventy five percent of uh, bat um, players. But then there's also serious players who like come and drop grab a few beers and sit down on one machine and drop like 40 bucks into it like Fuck yeah. like no shit and and I, I would think people would classify that also as a serious yes. player but they're not tournament players right that's what i'm getting at someone yeah, see, like that's what my... i was having a, a hard time mm-hmm. trying to to differentiate because we have a lot of regulars a lot I consider of them regulars. a serious mm-hmm. yeah but then, but then I don't, I don't know, like how many people are coming through there after they're watching a metal show and playing some pinball, like some, but mm-hmm. also what percentage of coin drop is that? Like, there's a lot of ways to quantify um, sure. what percentage of the players are. So, and, and we're seeing so many people who are like, they'll bring their girlfriend or boyfriend, and then, and then we're like, oh, you know, I'm glad they're playing, but they probably won't really be super into it, but it's fun that they're joining us for a tournament. And then like the next week, they're there every day, literally. Like like we have people in there like working. They have they bring their laptops. This this is multiple people who who like just started playing pinball recently and now they bring their laptops in and are working while they're playing all day long and they're getting really, really good. I mean they're taking on some of the top players. 
That sounds like just a day in life at home, working on my laptop and playing pinball at the same time. Right. Yeah. Um, in yeah. reverse order. Just imagine that with uh, 60 machines and someone that can serve you food and beer. Heaven. Is that what you're describing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, heaven. Yeah. And there's uh, a head shop next door. Oh, God. Circle you just got to stop, <laughs> stop this shit. Like, dang, like I'm, a little, I'm a cat and you got a little dangle like a toy head. And I just want to get it. <laughs> as long as you can take the heat, man. Yeah, I can't. We're, so we're waiting that. for you. Yeah, I can't. Um, all right. So Stranger Things, qu- question. Pro, premium, Ellie, Stranger Things? Uh, premium. Good. Stranger Things. I think that's one where, you know, the, the mm, save it. Mm, never mind. I'm going to save it for a future uh, figure it out slash teeth. Uh, I, won't, I won't say Figure anything. it out. So, oh, cool. Uh, cool. Stranger Things premium. What was the second one? Forgive me. Godzilla. Still Godzilla. Godzilla. Sons of bitches. And then Bond 60th. Mm-hmm. Huh. So here's something that's kind of interesting about earnings. I don't stop me if I've talked about this before, but. You always hear the people that say, do you have a Twilight Zone? Do you have an Adams Family? Do you have a Creature? All of what you think of as the, the classic WPC games, the heyday of pinball, these are the games that people think that they want. Almost no, We have basically all of them, and almost none of them are in the top 50% of earners. Out of 60 games, right, roughly? Right. So I only keep track of about 45 of of get the games coin drop because I, I just don't feel like going through all of the classic game going through joker poker and you know it's just more yeah. work than i feel like doing um but so of uh, those games attack from mars and medieval are in the top half of games twilight zone creature none of the monster bash none of those other ones are so i just think that that the people think that they know what they want and they don't. <laughs> they say that they don't want a stern cade, but guess what? Let me tell you what almost all of our top earners are. Yeah. Um, it so. makes sense to me, and it's a changing of the, you know, tides. It's a, it's just natural progression of if this hobby is going to continue to grow like it is, it has to adapt to like our generation, what people want, and the art. You know, the arcade scene in the past, speaking of talking about this uh, in the past, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, Asteroid, Centipede, great. Uh, tournaments in arcades back in the day was not what made video games the multi-billion dollar industry it is today. That is not what did it. That's what was killing it. The thing that brought it back to existence was the Nintendo Entertainment System and SNES and Genesis and blah, 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 blah. It was not the arcade scene. The arcade scene slowly died with point-based simple games that, yeah, people are like, no, I'm, I'm only playing Donkey Kong. Like, okay, King of Kong, great documentary. You see it. It's fucking phenomenal. That scene was great for the time and pinball was as well. And it's it's the, you know, it's the bedrock of everything. It's the, it's it's what everything is built on, but Things like Venom and the progressing of code is what's going to keep it going. And you see it, I mean, stern-wise, the new shit. Um, it's just what's going to work. We, You know, new co-op play, Jurassic Park. They're not saying, hey, a new point-based thing that everyone can't wait to get their points. Like, no, mm-hmm. a new co-op, a new mode, a new adventure, a new thing. Keep people coming back. Insider Connected, keep people coming back. Deeper code, updates. We're not just old school point chasing anymore that that's good for the tournament players and and nothing against that because i think that's awesome but that is not what is going to keep the hobby going it's not what drives me to it 
casuals at home. They're never like, what's my score? Oh my God. They're like, no, I want to see multiball. I want to like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to convince you guys something you already know. It's, but Venom, I think is also a big, you know, changing of the tide. And I've been playing a lot of Mando recently. I'm a Mando guy now. Um, just mm-hmm. to, you know, admit that it's hard to admit, but fascinating. A Mandalorian guy. Do you have some big scores on Mando? Um, maybe. Uh, I'm getting better. I'll say that. Um, but because it was kind of a sleeper, and it to me it was one of the first, and there's probably before this to have like a little bit more video gamey to it. Uh, I speak directly of the best card. Um, yes. For those unaware, in Mandalorian, you're essentially collecting uh, currency, and then you can buy stuff at a shop like Zelda or like a video game or some, a little bit of progression in there, right? Mm -hmm. And that, you know, uh, drew me to it. And I I like Star Wars and Mandalorian's cool. But initially, I was like, oh, the game looks all right. The upper play field, like whatever. And it was kind of samey. It didn't get a lot of press. It didn't get a lot of reviews. It kind of fell by the wayside. And um, whatever, I played it here or there. But because I haven't played it a lot, it's been a local one for me that is available. I'm like, well, let me just give it a little more. And um, I'm really liking it. I really like Mando, and not specifically because of the Beskar thing, which I think is great, but I, the shots are fun as shit in that game. Uh, aside from stuff breaking up by the mini play field, <laughs> the, it's, it's clunky. If you're, I don't think it's for a novice per se, which it kind of draws you in with Grogu in the upper play field. Like, oh, I can't wait. And like that shit bricks all over the place, the shots. It's kind of like Black Knight Sword of Rage where all the shots are closer. But once you find them, the shots, and everyone says that once you find the shots. But in this game, once you find them, like they're locked in, in my experience, where you can hit everything all the time. The mode progression is really intuitive, but also there's a lot to it. Um, the lights, like always in Dwight, blinded by Dwight, fucking phenomenal in that game. And um, it's just... Uh, so again, not to go on a tangent on Mando, but I just need to admit to everyone, I'm a Mando guy now. Jason at the pinball party. Hello, I'm a Mando guy. Um, I yeah, love it. I'm, I'm with you on that. I love the going into the shop and then choosing, especially when you can get two things. You're like, oh, should I get this and that or save my money? Yeah, my best car. Yep. Uh, yeah, very cool. Have you been playing the pro or the premium layout? The pro, which is a bummer. Um, no, because- I, I prefer the pro. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah Tell me why, too. please. Really? Oh, Okay, my one negative on the pro, mm-hmm. upper play field aside, I really don't, like, you're up there so short anyways, it's mm-hmm. so it's such a weird physics, it doesn't really matter. The the plastic ramps, which I know you can mod out, are so obtrusive. I can see why a yeah. lot of pro owners switch out to the, but so for me, that's the number one thing on a premium. Like, I just need those plastic ramps gone, but tell me why you guys like a pro over premium. Because I think that upper play field is clunky and slow and t- takes away from the way that the game works. Hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I agree. I think we would we would both rather have the metal habit trails than than the uh, uh, the plastic ramps. But you know we haven't haven't upgraded. Okay. Well, put it on the to do list. Uh, yeah, please, Kale, get on that. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Do you think we'll ever see crafting in a pinball game? God, I hope so. Well, they're almost kind of doing it in Mando. So aside from cashing in on extra balls or outlaying saves, you can buy weapons, the flamethrower. So, okay, for all the people out there who want to know a very quick strategy just on location for Mandalorian, 
pin or uh, tournament players is not for you. I'm talking for just a semi-casual, just getting into Mando. Like you want to play the game on location and and um, crack. I say crack it. What is it? What is the common term of a replay knocker? You know, if you want to get a replay, mm-hmm. you start with a flamethrower as your action button, a weapon which will light two times shots. On a, is it the whole playfield? I think something like that. So yeah, start if, if you hold it down. That's an yes. important thing because I see a lot of people just tapping the flamethrower. But yeah, you, you gotta need hold it. Hold it down like a real flamethrower, like right. you're running it across the playfield. Yeah. So start a mode by hitting the sc- the first mode mission. Hit the scoop three times basically to start a mode, or you can hit the right ramp and the left ramp. So start a mode like you would, uh, or a first qualify multi balls. Excuse me. Hit the center shot, the dangly nutsack, uh, four times, three times to get the multi ball mm-hmm. ready. Hit the scoop until you start a mode. Um, start a mode, then hit the center to start multi-ball. So you got a multi-ball and a mode going. As Kale mentioned, hold the action button for like two seconds to <laughs> flame through all the shots. They start orange. So at that point, you got uh, mode shots, multi-ball, and a flamethrower going. Hit a few shots, the knocker will sh- hit in a second. So you got a free game. So if you want to cool. spend more time on location, just do that. There's so much more to the game but for me that's where like well, you know save 50 cents to like get a free game just start i'll have to way. go back and listen to that once you uh release this podcast because uh yeah do that I, I didn't catch it all that time it's fun and then <laughs> to, to <laughs> rachel's multi-ball flamethrower multi-ball flamethrower mission but so you get weapons that do things like that you get the yeah. I, I the whistling birds is that what it's called where in yeah. mando a weapon where if you know boba fett or star wars when he shoots out this out of his wrists he's like yeah multiple so little cool. you spotting a bunch of shots mm-hmm. it's so crafting i hope like in the future like well get upgrade your whistling birds to where it, it hits more shots or triple flamethrower all that shit hell yeah i hope it's in games crafting i craft a helmet Craft a pinball party branded helmet for your avatar. Dude. The Stern's insider connected. I want to. I want to collect plants and make poison. Ooh. Okay. What are you poisoning? Plants versus <laughs> zombies. Yeah, oh. Or something. <laughs> so Rachel wants to poison you. Um, this chill vibe is getting very unchill. Uh, <laughs> I just mean in the game. I think. Oh. Like the <laughs> oh, you're talking about in a game. Yeah. Okay. This makes much more sense. Yes, you can that would be awesome now. in a game where poisoning people. I'd like poisoning. to, uh, like, man, they just they just need to make Zelda, make Zelda the pinball machine. Holy shit, it'll sell a billion. Uh, gold plated armor, craft uh, health potions, yeah. mana potions. Please, for years I've been wondering if we'd ever see another Nintendo IP come to pinball. You know, what was the last one was Mushroom World or, or was Super Mario first? I don't know. And then we were supposed to have a Zelda, but that became Gladiator or Gladiators. Uh, I don't know. Really? Yeah. The the Gottlieb. Is it Gladiator or Gladiators? I don't remember. Yeah. American that was, Gladiators. That was supposed to be Zelda, but something happened with the license. I can All only right. imagine it's a little more expensive now. Yeah. So... Stern games are doing great. Code is improving. Mm-hmm. We got to get away from just old school point stuff. Godfather's yeah. doing well. Okay. Which, speaking of like in depth crazy shit. Um, yeah. yeah, they just what, dropped like, new code, which is Jersey Jack should be the ones to do crafting. It seems like they would no they would want to make a complicated enough game. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
So thanks for talking about electric bats. We went through three things. And now to get back to the roots of this pinball party podcast that I started with the first few, we're going to review a game. And what's different, what we're doing is specifically reviewing games I've owned. Not because, fucking look at me, I've owned pin, but it's just whatever. That's the way to pick games. <laughs> so that's what's special. Um, we are going to go through Stern's Ghostbusters. Spoiler, one of my... F- Spoiler, one of my favorite games, um, but I will be objective as much as I can. Yes. And please, as much as you can. Uh, wait, no. Be subjective. What the fuck am I talking about? Don't be objective. Be subjective. That's what you're here for. We're going to go through the kind of what you'd expect. We're going to go through the shots, the lighting, the art, the rules, the audio. We'll give scores out of 10. We'll do average at the end. And, and there you go. Have a quick number. We're going to go one step further and say what type of game this is. Obviously, it's a pinball game, but, you know, what type of pinball game? And then, who is this for? Who's the audience? So, Stern's Ghostbusters came out in, what? I don't know. I didn't check. 2017-ish? 2016. 2016? Yep. Who made... Here's something we got to say about Ghostbusters before I even ask that. We... It doesn't matter who made the game. That's a conversation for a different, different time. In a vacuum, the game exists. Let's just... We're reviewing the game. For those who yeah. know what I'm referencing, it sucks. But Stern's mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, my first experience with this game well, was at a place called Updown in Minneapolis. I was at a work retreat, uh, as in just getting pizza at lunch. And I had, this was my first back into pinball, as in, oh, I kind of want to own a game. I want to get weird and all that. I went to the arcade. I saw this Ghostbusters. I was like, holy shit, it's Ghostbusters. I want to play this game. I go up, I play it, I hate everything about it because they just drain. I'm like, what is this? What's where's my Adams family where I'm just hitting the scoop and get my extra ball and um, you know knock three times and no, it's like all these lights going off. The art's crazy. There's a mile wide gap in the flippers. I ask someone else like, what the fuck is this shit? And they're like, oh yeah, it's Ghostbusters. It's crazy. I'm like, cool, I hate it. And um, lo and behold, I was at a work actual event. A few weeks later, on location in Austin, Texas, at this big convention, and salespeople would come up and and come to our booth for work and all this, and they had a giveaway of a pinball machine, and it was Stern's Ghostbusters. It's like, what the hell is this shit? How's pinball coming back? I went up and played it again. I hated everything about it. Um, You know, fast forward a couple years, I'm in this hobby, and I finally, I keep hearing, like, it's a good game. You just got to give it some time, and I, I traded a game or did I buy it first? Well, it doesn't matter. I got it in in my home. Everything changed. What's your two first experience with Ghostbusters? Was it were you guys working at Marco at the time? Was it Electric Bat? What was? Yeah, I I was I was working at Marco, and this is one of the first machines I had to help market. Um, it was a really funny time, you know, when you think of what the Stern Marco booth is like nowadays. Or what any pinball booth is like nowadays. Marco kind of set the standard there. But um, so we had two Ghostbuster machines that we had to travel with. Uh, So it was very, this was funny when when you think of what the shows are like now. So, I mean, we'd go to like little freaking hotels 
and set up these two machines at at these uh, you know uh, video game slash pinball slash comic book conventions. So I don't mean to interrupt. Uh-huh. Was it you and Marco setting this game up at that convention I was at? Because I know it wasn't the people working there. It was just salespeople. Um, not. Was it just a general electronics convention? No, that's what I mean. It had nothing to do. It had software sales, like an event where no, all these salespeople were going to a vendor showcase. That wouldn't have been us. That was, that was probably the Stern crew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Marco would only do, like like Stern would do like, you know, Comic-Con and other stuff like that. But Marco would do the, the pinball conventions, the pinball okay. and video game conventions. But we only had two machines, so there were lines. I mean, there were crazy freaking lines. Um, I, m- I remember setting them up at MGC, and a couple got married, and they took their uh, wedding photos with the machines. They, they were so excited. Um, but uh, this is the first real game Zombie Yeti worked on. Yeah, he did You know, Magic Girl before, which you know, never really saw production. And then Zombie League All Stars, I believe. But this this was his first real pinball machine that, that got into production. And I freaked out because I was like, oh, I wonder if he's gonna show up. Because I was a huge Zombie Yeti fan before he did pinball stuff. I followed all of his uh, work with like uh, in the music industry. And he did show up and I met him and I was like, I was like, oh, you know, incredible uh, work, Mr. Zombie. Uh, but he's like totally he's a, he was laughing because he's a totally like down-to-earth guy chill as hell yeah yeah but uh so there were there were massive lines to play these things people were just like wait in line and nowadays you know we'll bring you know 40 to 60 machines not we i'm not with them anymore but i still talk to those guys anyway so there's no more lines but uh this was this was a really interesting time there, there was a lot of excitement because it was a beautiful beautiful machine it still is i think it's uh, i still think it's zombie yeti's best work um but yeah that that was my experience with it and i actually had to teach rachel how to love this game he did She'll tell you more so, about that i can't even remember the first time that i saw or played ghostbusters which you know i'm i'm into the theme it might have been at Expo that year. I'm I'm not sure because I this was when Kale was working at Marco and I think I started working there right after this. I I don't recall exactly. But my first experience was playing it and it draining and me trying to do some stuff and it not doing things and uh yes. it was, was kind of all right guys and then you know we had we had some at Zabcon and and I didn't really care for it much there. And then when I met Kale, he just kept talking about Ghostbusters. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you like like a game that is fun, that that plays well? Um, what is your weird obsession with this? Um, and I had written it off because it did have that very, very long gap in starter code and fun code. So Kale is the one that got me to play it again. And then we had it at our house for a long time. And it was, and and now I enjoy it, not as much as you two. Um, but but <laughs> Kale did teach me that it's that it was that they had made some improvements, and it was a game worth playing. Yeah, we'll get to our specifics on that before we get to our ratings on shots and lighting and and and, and rules and everything we kind of mentioned. Type of game, and by type of game. I mean, it's a pinball game. There we go. Move on. Uh, I mean, is it brutal? 
Is it a story-based game? Is it medium deep? Is it a wood chopper, you know, where you hit the same thing over and over, you know? Um, it Not every game can be placed into a category, but it's just kind of a general, what are you looking for? For example, if we're talking about Lord of the Rings or Jurassic Park, it's pretty easy to say this is like a journey-based game. It's a long player. You're going for objectives that are somewhat linear, and you have to do a lot to get there. Um, do you have to hit the same shot over and over and over like a Metallica, a.k.a. Woodchopper? No, not necessarily. So Ghostbusters, what type is this? Um, to me, for type, it's 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 a brutal medium type of game. There's there's quests, there's there's a lot of things you can do. You're not hitting the same thing over and over, so I wouldn't say it's woodchopper, but it is a brutal game. It is one that this isn't uh to like medieval madness where like, all right, well, it's relatively not easy, but it's safe and you're hitting a big thing and eh, it comes back to the flipper and you're good to go. It's a brutal game. Would you guys agree on the brutality? Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Well, it right. Well, it 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 can be. It you know you can also take so many paths. That, that's the great thing about this game. You can you can take so many paths. You can. I mean, I've I've blown it up by just hitting that left ramp o- over and over again to get the <laughs> get the jackpots and and then do a video mode and then boom, you know, yeah. I'm at several well, hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to that. We we'll get to the rules. So mm-hmm. brutal and it, it can't. So that's why medium. You know, it's 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 kind of like. It's not a clearly in one direction. Who is it for? So who is it for? A little simpler. Is it a novice, intermediate, or expert? I'm taking tournament players out of here because literally every game can be for tournament players. It's whatever. So, But a novice, I'm thinking someone who walks up to, again, Mevil Madness, wants to just hit the castle a few times. Yay, multiball. And, and that's it. They play once once a year at a bar. Oh, that's fun. Uh, intermediate. Someone who's a little more in the hobby. And then I'd say an expert would be either a tournament player or someone. I'll I'll consider us experts in a way of just like we give a shit and we really want to play. Whether we're good at it or not, we're like we take Mm -hmm. it seriously. Um, I would say this is definitely at least an intermediate game. uh, if Intermediate slash expert. um, For sure. Based on like you have to pay attention to this game if if you want to get far. Um, Get far. Get fucked. Yeah, the only thing that's in there for like a novice is to make Slimer come down, and then you're you got to hit him before you can do anything else anyway. So, agreed. Yeah, and if you're playing the premium, Slimer is ugh, all over the place. Like, man, just just chill, bro. Get your hot dogs mm-hmm. and just sit in front of that ramp. Let me smush you. All right. So, shot feel. It's hard to be objective on well fan layout versus like when you hear. The, the world of like, oh, it's another fan layout. Yeah, yeah. shut up. It doesn't matter. It's, it, yeah, it could be a fan layout. That's great. So we're not going to describe the layout. It's just, there's a bunch of shots. The shot feel, um, for me personally, out of 10, I'm giving this a 9. Oh. Specifically because that main ramp of the game, <laughs> super, you know, loop and supers, when you want to hit it, like that's one of the most consistent shots to me personally that... It's fun as shit. Um, scoop, I can hit it every time. The right, uh, it's not really an orbit, but it kind of is the the mm-hmm. you know before the ramp. Um, I can hit it consistently. Some games from the right flipper as well. You can backhand it. The right ramp, um, it's not. It's it's a tricky one, but it feels great when you hit it. For me, I like a game that has hard shots and easy shots. Um, but it needs to have a couple of shots that are so consistent for me that I can hit them whenever I want to. So for me, that's this game personally. I, it's a nine out of ten. How about you, Rachel? Mm, seven. Okay. It's got shots. <laughs> uh, 
Sometimes I can hit them. Sometimes they feel good. Uh, it's a solid seven. Okay, Kale. I'm I'm going uh I'm going to eleven. This this is <laughs> this is one of my jams, man. Oh. It, it it has so many cool shots. You 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 know. I mean, let's start on the left. You you have those drop targets. What you know. You have to get them to get your, you know, get your points from the from that left ramp, and it's like right on the tip of the flipper. If you miss it, you hit the scoop, which is going to fire back at you. At you, um, you, you know, you have the the cool ramp on the on the left that feels so good because you hit it, and you have all that time when it comes to feedback to the right flipper oh, to time it again or yeah. or hit another shot, left orbit right orbit you know oh. straight up the middle get it up in those pop bumpers um or you know back up to the lanes um the right the right ramp is cool you know you gotta you gotta hit it right on the tip of that left flipper um yeah. you know right orbit like i think i've already said that and and then you know you have the di- <laughs> the diverter it's so good talk about yeah. it again yeah it's so damn good yeah this is just this is a fun game to shoot and and even for a novice it's like just freaking hit the ball you're gonna hit one of these shots they're everywhere true to a certain extent mm-hmm. yeah they are everywhere and just before the internet emails and oh he said drop targets stand up targets on the left oh sorry yeah you. yeah it's okay i don't give a shit yeah. but other <laughs> other people will uh i'm persons oh, i personally let's talk about the drop targets we haven't talked about that yet why are I mean, you saying drop targets? It's it's you get drop targets that pop up in the middle of the the play oh, field. Oh, is that what you were referencing? The, Maybe the I'm Scolari the brothers. No, I wasn't. And thank okay. you for the correction. But uh-huh. it, but it made me think. There's another cool shot. The the <sighs> the ultra dangerous Scolari brothers. You know. Yeah. The, they, uh, they do have a tendency because this game is very uh, a lot of flipper power. If you hit them so hard and the drop targets aren't set up right, like they'll just brick off of them and they won't register, which is a bitch. Mm-hmm. They can be a bitch. But they're ghosts, and if you've seen the movie, they're they're coming in to fuck shit up, like yeah. get wrecked. I mean, you know, they're awesome. It's just another little thing. I'm specifically when I'm talking, I'll say if I'm referencing a specific, you know, premium versus pro, because there are some pretty major differences. I personally have had ninety five percent of my time with a pro. So for those listening, that's that's what I'm referencing. I'll, I'll try to be more you know particular if if, if something's more than the other. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of this, a lot of the stuff. Specifically, the the stand-up targets, the drop Scalari brothers um, are the same. A lot of the captive ball, the scoops are pretty similar. The left ramp, somewhat of a different feel. And um, definitely the right ramp is different. And then there's the the, uh, the fucking magnet, magnet slings, which, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're at 11. I'll give you that one. We shouldn't do too many 11s. Or maybe <laughs> we will. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, lighting. Oh, God. Okay, speaking of 11, I'm going to give this one an 11. 11 out of 10. This was what, when I first played it and hated everything about it, I almost had a seizure because of the lights in the best possible way. You know, or like, this isn't healthy for me at all. I want to keep playing it. I can't believe what's happening. I'm, 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 uh, the lights just... But because in the movie, the proton packs, anytime they shoot them, it's like, you know, it's mm-hmm. this nuclear plasma coming out of a gun uh, to just say it fits the theme and it draws you in you, you know in conjunction with the rules or when they use it and speaking of lights uh, Dwight as well in Mando same thing I don't there's no one unmatched when it comes to lighting in my opinion yeah just like teal in um sound for me uh, lighting so 
Lighting, I could go on and on. I just think this game has it in spades. Rachel, what do you think? You know, it's got some lights. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Here's okay. the thing about lighting. I can't think of a single game that I get so excited about lighting. It's it's really something I don't even notice. And I know, again, you and Kale both share this and probably most other people. But to me, I think I'm focusing so much on all of the other things that the lighting is something that my brain like blocks out unless it's, you know, doing something that's hurting me, you know, like all of the flashing on Game of Thrones or, or any like severe AFM, any kind of like strobing. I notice that, but yeah. in a way, like make it stop. Um, yeah. After we played the uh, Foo Fighters LE and I was like raving about the expression lighting, she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah. were the lights different? I didn't notice. <laughs> wow. Okay. So are you saying the lighting on all games is a one out of 10 or what? Would no, you it's, it's, it's just not something my brain, um, it, I'm not qualified to make an assessment because it's just not something that I notice. I notice design. I notice, um, you know, like user interface. I notice the color. I lack of notice. code. Mm, okay. <laughs> I notice so, lack of so, code. Um, <laughs> I, we, I notice. Can we say a five? Just uh, for. But I'm just saying that I, I like an NA. I'm right. like. It's that be neither good, good nor bad to me. It, it doesn't stand out. Like, I like it when the Marshmallow Man lights up. That's cool. I've never seen an NA on a review. I, I like that. Um, I'm noting down, just not applicable. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, Kale, what do you think for lights? Man, come on. This this is an 11. <laughs> I told this you it's 11. 100% 11. This, the, it fits the feel. Um Man, mass hysteria. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, you don't dude, have to convince it, me. Right, right. And when, and I've only gotten to it one time when, uh, when I uh, made the marshmallow man light up, and and mm. Rachel was there when it happened. We were like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" Yeah, yeah you know? that part. I like marshmallow. So man. is it not a not applicable? You liked the light. Mm. Well, I liked that, but I'm saying the rest. Well, she of, wasn't like, playing. She was watching me. Right. Okay. I think that's what uh, the difference was. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like it when the lights are useful in telling me what to do. So I guess I like pragmatic lights, yeah. um, show-offy lights. I just don't notice as much. Not Which is one of the things I love about Jurassic Park to, you know, teeth it up again. There, yeah, you know the rescue, the the orange. It's it's. I, I will listen. Jurassic Park, it's an incredible game. Uh, yeah. Go get a 30th anniversary. Go check it out. Go check it out. So 11 out of 10, lighting. Rachel gives it an NA out of 10. Uh, out of, no, that one you'd give a high score because it's pragmatic. I would also say in the 11 category, this game screams for a colored DMD. And when you have it, like, I love colored DMD. And, you know, uh, I was listening to Triple Drain with Joel, Travis, and Tom recently. And Travis Miri was talking about his love for DMDs as well. I fully agree. In this game, Spike One, right? This is Spike One. Yes. The the DMD, like when you get an extra ball and slimers coming at the car, the lights are, you know, giving you a seizure. Sign me up. When the the ghost thing happens, all the lights shut off, and then the scream, another seizure, sign me up. When a game almost gives me a literal heart attack, you know, I mean, that's that's an 11. Mm -hmm. So, art. Uh, I... <laughs> 
it's uh, it's Very eleven. I, what am I supposed to say? It's eleven. It's it's it's, it's the thing yeah. that drew me to it. It's like you said, zombie Yeti's uh, subjectively best art, in my opinion. He brought the Ghostbusters to life. Uh, it's cohesive. Play field. It's a, It's not like clown puke, as they say. It's it it integrates with the light. It's the right colors. Everything is just. I'll stop. Rachel, what do you think of? He made art? pink and green cool. And yeah. especially at the time that this game came out, like when you think about the other games that were being released, they were very standard color palette. Um, and then like Shazam, here's all these right. um, colors. It was beautiful. And it's it it works together. It's a great interpretation of the theme. The the art package, hundred percent. Uh which number- would be a ten. Oh, okay. Ooh. Sorry, I didn't mean to do the conversion. Nice. And this is coming from a She's lowballing it with a 10. Yes, I do notice art. I'm very <laughs> particular about that. So yeah. now I'm going to go and play and look at the light today because I'm feeling a little bit weird that, oh, maybe there's something I should be paying attention to. But the art is um, fantastic. A plus. I would say the same for your art, by the way. Mini review. Um, Thank you. 10 out of 10. Rachel Best Art. What's the website? Plug it. Uh, RachelBest.com or nice. at RachelBestArt on Instagram, threads, all the things. So when we inevitably make the penis, Stern's penis game, or, or that we're, you know, with the nut punch <laughs> shaker and all that kind of stuff. We've been we've been workshopping it for a while. This is a previous podcast. We got a lot of great ideas. Will you do the art? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Of the three of us, I'm most qualified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kale, uh, art uh man this is an obvious 11 yeah um still one of the best looking pinball machines ever created zombie yeti hit it out of the park um i i kind of have a feel since like this was his first real production pinball machine because I, I, I don't think he did everything on magic girl but in this one he did everything back glass cabinet art play field um and he was new to it and excited and wasn't too deep into the pinball industry and market. So he had, it, it feels like it had a different feel. It's more, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to under, uh, explain it other than like now he gets pinball more. He's, he's tailoring his art more for pinball. This was just more like art for art. And um, right. by far... Not only is this the best Spike One game, and I think uh, Rachel's going to get into an argument with me over that, um, this is the best-looking uh, Spike One game. Uh, like like Rachel was saying, think about the other machines that were out at the time. So for Spike One, in order, we had WWE, <laughs> Woe ne- Wo Nelly, Oops. Kiss, Game of Thrones, and then Ghostbusters. Oh, That's it. Yeah. Those are all the Spike One games. That's and then, easy. then you know, then comes Batman sixty six as the first Spike Two. Um, so yeah, man, this thing, boom, wow, bright, freaking awesome art. Um, by far, an eleven. And, and if I could rate it higher than an, an eleven, I would. But it's against the rules. Yeah, nope, you can't. You said it's the best art of all the Spike One games. I would still, personally, best art in. All of Spike games. Easy. Yeah. I, I don't know. it. Uh, 11. Uh, rules. This one's funny. Because, um, <laughs> you know, it's not an 11. Uh-huh. There was people out there who have not been the history of Ghostbusters. There's, there's, there's two eras. 
where it was terrible, mm-hmm. and then where it was all right. Right. Uh, and this is the. I'll try to ignore the the, the first because if it was if we were back then, I'd say f- fourish. I'd say four, three, four. Because mm-hmm. uh, even the, I didn't have enough time to even really give it a. It's almost an NA slash four. Newer rules. You can see when you play. You can see all the um, the changes they had to make. The sacrifices. Like this was not intended to give you this much ball save time or this many extra balls. Like you do, you do do one thing, extra ball, another extra ball. You want another extra ball here? Take a few of them. You can see where the code is is really making up for the lack of like shit. We, we, oops. That being said, I do enjoy the. The linear structure is pretty linear. It used to be even more linear, but again, I'm not going to talk about it. You're going through a ladder of modes in one area, going through another ladder and a third ladder, and then wizard mode. Uh, and then it's it's kind of like your standard pinball machine, to just be frank. It's, it's a little mm-hmm. bit of everything in it. Personally, uh, I'm trying to take... I love the game, but there's a couple things I do not like. I do not like Lupin Supers. I, I, I did the first few times... But when it's such a like, all right, do this. No, you have to do this. You have to do this to progress no matter what. But then for me, like, well, I need to have six times playfield multiplier to do it. Otherwise, what am I doing? And that's the other thing. For me, when you're grinding at this game, like, it almost feels like a waste if you don't have six times playfield multiplier doing. What are you doing? Why are you even playing the game? Like, that's because it's so easy to get. And I get in this kind of trap of, of whatever, and it kind of burns me out. I'll say. While I like it, I don't love the rules. Uh, uh, I'm going to go on the lower end, even though I, I want to say seven, but I'm going to say six. Rachel, what do you think? Yeah. Yes. yeah, about that. And I think also, I, w- I was remembering that I was playing this a lot shortly after it came out at League. And this was still when it was original rules. And just a whole lot of drains and scoops that shoot it right down the middle. So any time that the rules have to make up for design choices um, that that already puts the rules at like a you're already at a disadvantage there. So um, but you rated this as a game that has such wonderful shots. Are you including the shots that come like, back at you or only the shots from the flipper like from the flipper to a ramp because if you're counting the the scoop to the drain the everything else to the drain um anyway it's a good no that's a good point i'm spe- what i'm specifically referencing is when i have it at home and i can go into the settings and adjust those to come to the right flipper so it yeah. Does, yeah because by on location if the operator or whoever or the way it's set up by default like it could just be like down the middle, down the middle, down the middle from a scoop, and good luck. See ya. Bye. At home, you can change it so the power, like, it'll go to a certain flipper. But and yeah, and ours, cool. we should say, the the one at the bat plays plays nicely. Um, okay. Yeah, so rules, like, six. Yeah. Kale, if you give this 11, eh, whatever. Hey, man. What no, do you think for rules? I have, I, I have it written down here, and I'll, I'll show you just so. Um, can Can you see that? Yeah, no, oh, that's actually where I went, but I just didn't want to do the math. Okay, but you're right. 6.5, and I, and, I, and I wrote that down before you guys said anything. Um, yeah, because it's, you know, I, I think five's average, right? And this is slightly sure. above average. Um, yeah. 
you know, man, and this was, man, this was a motherfucker. You couldn't sell these things at first. I don't, I don't know, Rachel, if you remember this, if you were trying to sell these. You, you came in, yes, I in, was. in the middle of it. So this thing came out in 2016. The code was not complete until 2019. We at, at Marco, we still had Ghostbusters. I remember we we the last one we sold, we brought to Golden State in in 2019. Um, so so it it took three years for this code to to complete. I mean, people are complaining about uh, James Bond. The, right. the regular, not the 60th, but the the regular, the pro premium LE James Bond taking, what, a year? Man, Ghostbusters took three years. There were parts of the play field that just didn't even work. Yeah, I we it was kind of a joke at the office about how we just had these Ghostbusters. Um, anytime someone wanted a Ghostbusters, it was like extra kudos for, for moving one. They were yeah. They were hard to move. They were hard to move. Now you could, you know, you can sell them for twenty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're a hot commodity, and I still struggle with the people that have them. I've I've owned one, I think three times. Um, sometimes when you're selling them or buying them, like, um, I remember once when I sold this person, I was so excited. Oh, my first pinball machine! I can't wait and all this, and they didn't have a lot of time. Like, ooh, you know what you're getting um this uh cool like I, I get it it's ghostbusters it's pretty it's got an 11 out of 10 art and uh, it's good but yeah you're gonna you're gonna hate this game but uh, <laughs> or others who you can tell like they, they get it um because you have to you have to get over a couple things you have to get over the the metal outlane stuff you have to get over the the wide flipper gap and to be honest the rules especially in the beginning if once you get over that there's there's a gem in here so you guys are giving what seems like exceptionally high scores to a game that you have a lot of critique of. Yeah. There must be something to like the theme itself. And I know Kale watched this movie. I think he's watched this movie more than any other movie, like wore out the VHS multiple times level of watching the movies. Knows we watched it together. I don't know, in the last couple of years, there isn't a moment or a line or a move in the movie that he's not familiar with. So I think there's so much theme tied in to your love of this game. And and I think it's one of those things, like if, if they had made a Goonies machine, they could really just glue stuff to a play field and people would love it because it's so many people have such an affinity for that theme that, that, that there's a lot of forgiveness that goes on into the actual design of the game. The game is beautiful. Yep. Um, it's funny. It is. Uh, the shots are eh for me. The you know design. Eh. Yeah. Apparently, there's lights. Get that. What do you got there? Apparently, <laughs> drinking a Waterloo. I had to had to run to the kitchen and get a little something to wet yeah, the whistle. Yeah. Our, our second most uh, premier sponsor is Waterloo. Uh, yep. Get your get your drink. Um, yeah, Athletic Greens it's, Cold Plunge Waterloo. Ah oh, man, Volt for your audio interface. Uh, Waterloo. Yeah. So does the theme impact our review? Because you're saying we're we're giving it a high, a lot of high scores for something that we have a lot of critiques over. Honestly, personally, and I I'm the same way with Walking Dead to a certain standpoint. 
less so. The fact that this game is brutal and people say like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's so hard, but that drives me to it. I, I like the 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 brutalness of it for the sake of music. All right, I got to really be on my game. I really, it's a challenge. And I like, I like a challenge. The theme for me personally, you mentioned Kale's just absolute love for this movie. This is the first movie I ever saw as a kid. And that, it, I, it's hard to separate the, the theme from what you mentioned of of this game to a certain extent. I didn't even know what movies were, or like that you could watch movies at home. And it was, a, yeah. as a kid, uh, a family friend mentioned this movie called Ghostbusters. Like, you can come over and watch it at our house. Like, what? It's one of my yeah. earliest memories. And, and seeing it, just, <clears throat> what the fuck? It's definitely a part of it. But for me, it is the that it's known as a brutal game. So, like, I have this chip on my shoulder that's like, ah, yeah, we'll see. I, 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 I want to see what a challenge is because I, I like that. But Okay, fair enough. But, yeah, yeah critique watch- is shit. I watched the shit out of this movie, um, and I, and I think people our age, right? They um, like VCRs dropped commercial. I mean, uh, you know, VC, you know, VCRs that just folks could buy. Um, I remember my mom bought a VCR, and it was eight hundred dollars. I don't, I don't know what the conversion there. What a, a twenty five hundred bucks or something, but. Um, 800 bucks and we got ghostbusters that was the only tape you could afford <laughs> i watched <laughs> it every single day man i wore that tape out yeah and the rest of the stuff we were just like recording tv but yeah that i felt of course I, I i saw it on the big screen too but then being being a kid and be like i can watch this movie whenever i want i can pause it i get yeah, yeah it was this was a game changer the one, uh, I don't know if it's rules or art or not even your critique. The, the thing that I want from this game is from the busted st- stuff. I was going to do some custom code to it or audio or something. I wish there was more Ghostbusters 2 in this. I wish there was a painting of Vigo. Aside mm. from the River of Slime in the code, which is a Ghostbusters 2 thing, the River of Slime. I wanted more of the second movie because the second movie is not great by any means, but imagine getting the, the walking Statue of Liberty in this yes. or playing with the NES Advantage, the joystick, <clears throat> walking, getting the slime mechanic beyond the river of slime, which is at least there, but um, or the, the, the rumbling voice of Vigo. And, oh, right. More and, music. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, but I, I just wish there was... So please, Stern, vault this or make... Fuck it, make a Ghostbusters 2. Get zombie on it. Uh, oh my god lady wish ghostbusters for, wish uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to lose some money make a ladies ghostbusters make a ghostbusters afterlife or what they mm-hmm. aside from the, the bad history of, of a designer of this game taking that aside there uh, probably licenses whatever this is this game would kill it being vaulted it's up there with tron and, and lord of the rings uh, as far as what, what people want uh, more of Ghostbusters. All right. Before we go, we have one last category. We talked about shots, lighting, art, rules. Talk about audio. Audio, I'm going to give us... We have to take it for the time. Spike one, which is they did at least have stereo at this point. It wasn't... Um, well, it roughly sounded the same. Uh, spike two, I guess. Um, you should get the custom audio code out there. It tweaks just a couple of the songs to be from the movies, although this this does a pretty good job. Anyways, uh, I'll give it a eight, eight out of ten. It's it's pretty great. The callouts are fantastic. Um, 
jackpot uh, the ernie rays jr is that what his name is um ernie the, hudson the, ernie hudson sorry who's yeah. ernie rays is that the ninja turtle that's a barbecue sauce okay uh is it really <laughs> <laughs> shit all right um uh, ernie hudson uh doing the call outs um he's the best one to do it i mean even if you had pete vankman or bill yeah. murray he'd probably just phone it in and be like eh, jackpot yeah it's he's so all good. like yeah eight out of ten music is good call outs are fantastic sound effects Phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, eight out of ten. Rachel, this man has no dick. Fuck, ten out of ten. It's, that's that that pushes it up to an, to an eight and a half, <laughs> nine. It's funny. It's really funny. I like funny. So, uh, yeah, eight eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. No, you're right. Damn it, I fucked it up. Kale. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take it to a nine. It's uh, the the sound. <laughs> Yeah, all the sound effects, the call-outs are funny. It's hilarious. It it it, uh, it makes you feel good. And and most importantly, and and please, people, don't do not turn this off. The scream. I mean, there's nothing in pinball like it. In pinball sound, I, I've yet to hear. I, I remember when we used to uh, when we used to take this game out. You know, this is the first uh, to the shows. This this is the first time people have played this game. When the scream comes on, I mean, people are like, what the fuck? You know, is it supposed to do this? Like, hell yes, it is. Welcome to Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know <laughs> yes. what? Nine, I forgot about the scream. We always get a um, kick out of that when we're in yep. the back room and hear hear that go off. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, got nine. We got uh, another nine. We got an eight from me, even though it made it sound like it was 11. I don't know what's wrong with me. And a. And yeah. <laughs> NA for sound on Ghostbusters. I just to you know, since I'm admitting Mando, I'm I'm a, you know it's a day of admitting. I turned the scream off the third time I owned it, not because I didn't, <laughs> because I'm at home and it's yeah. it would be and I love it, but mm-hmm. it'd be like you know 10 p.m. at night and Dana's going to bed and I'm like I just want, I gotta grind I gotta get I gotta get I gotta get to Gozer I gotta do it and then like middle of the night just shut to like oh shit <laughs> you know like what yeah. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, for those reasons, I'm out. You know, um, but yeah, uh, I turned it off. But yeah, in general, don't, especially on location. Yeah. Do not. Do you guys have a Ghostbusters? And if so, which model? Yes, pro. Just one? Have you had a premium in the past? No, but I've played the premium. I love the the little hologram. I, mm-hmm. Premium's cool. Magnus Lings, mm, but premium's great. And the Magnus Lings, for those who don't know, are like completely replace the normal slings is that right or is it in right there, to- there's no kicker so when the ball hits the rubber and then activates the switch there's there are magnets under this or right in front of the the rubber that sling the ball in different directions uh s- similar to the the mini play field on on twilight zone yep which is cool and on brand for the theme just not yep. when you're mm-hmm. playing kind of not no. Yeah, and this yeah, and it fits. Man, that's a beautiful. Game. Both of them are beautiful game. But I mean, the the sculpt of the city in the middle. I mean, I was looking at photos of this game when you mentioned that we were going to review it. Yeah, and man, this is this would be an expensive machine nowadays. Yeah, yeah. it's loaded, bro. It is absolutely loaded. And you know, it has a hologram. They they haven't done a hologram since, I don't think. Has a little hologram. And that was way, way before premium. dialed in. Yeah, on the you premium. Know, have that. Magnus slings, freaking weird, you know, cool subway ramp. You know, that's a 
it lends itself to some really subtle mods that I think are just like the ones where they look like the game. Oh, that should have been that way. Oh, not like the Twinkie. Just, well, the, yeah. <laughs> for me, man, I'm like the Twinkie. Personally, I'm saying like the captive, the captive ball system thingy on the left, where you're hitting. Um, there's like yeah. three behind it. People yes. replace those with the green slime looking balls. Yep. Perfect. It mm-hmm. looks like it should have been that way. There's a little book stacking mod you put in the center, um, uh, whatever you call it, the the, the Newton ball. Mm-hmm. Perfect. L- little subtle thing. The terror dog, you know, the dogs that they turn into on the right. Um, nice little subtle mod. It's one of those games like Godzilla where like the neon signs, a mod-friendly game. Um, I'm just remembering from looking at the play field, which did I have for lighting eleven? Yes, correct. Okay, um, Gozer, or when when the when you get that mode in the back and the light shining up and the flashing, oh, the seizure. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> okay, well, I, I added up the scores. Um, we did a last pivot when Rachel changed hers to a nine. Luckily, um, I can do addition and division thanks to my iPhone calculator. <laughs> so between the three of us, my average was a nine. Rachel was an eight. And Kale a 9.7. So aside from the shortcomings of this game, it's basically, you know, a 9 or a 10 or a 9 or an 8 or uh, an average an A. You know, yeah, we're, we're saying this is a great it, game. It's a it's a must-buy. It's a must-own. It's it's one of the greatest pinball machines out there. Yep. With some flaws. <laughs> like any machine. <laughs> some very notable. <laughs> it's a great game. Monumental flaws <laughs> with some monumental, <laughs> terrible shit <laughs> in this game. Relationship yeah. ending flaws. Some of the worst things in pinball, <laughs> right? But top tier. Ghostbusters, go buy one now. And you can't. Um, you can't really buy one. You can you can buy them um, used for way over MSRP. If they vault them, buy them at Flippin' Out Pinball. All that kind of stuff. Well, thanks for taking some of this back to the roots of pinball party and reviewing a game with me um one thing i wanted to just quickly mention and and kind of i guess announce or or say um the pinball party going well we'll we'll do one more on the pinball network but uh we're taking this off the pinball network yeah (laughs) for you know it's uh, we're doing it all for great reasons. Um, mm-hmm. The show is, you know, appreciate everyone out there for the the wonderful feedback. Um, the show's doing great. You guys are, you know, wonderful, a huge part of it. We're just, you know, we're, we're taking it to the next level. We're going to keep pushing this thing. We're, we're doing wonderful things. The Pinball Network has been nothing but uh, a positive, and they c- will continue to be. We are going to be a major fan of the Pinball Network from afar, just... Um, yep, love know, those guys. They're incredible, all of them. Zach, mm-hmm. Joel, Dennis, David, the the streamer guys. Don't panic. Uh, Ray Potty. Day, Ray Day's on there. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they'll let me still talk to him on Discord. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Um, and and everything. We're still oh, wait, sponsored. You have to get me in that Discord. I have some memes for him. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, did I send you the thing? Oh shit! Did I send it? I got to find it. Uh, talk about it off air. But yeah, um, we're going to have pinball parties still going strong. Nothing's changing. Right, um, right. This is all an amicable thing. This is not, mm-hmm. uh, we don't like you guys or they don't like us. Uh, they love us. We love them. Um, full disclosure, it just gives us a little more control on on, on when and when, when we drop it. The art of mm-hmm. it, 
you know, when we're making videos, there's not like cross contamination and we don't want to compete with each other. Like the pinball network is such an amazing, amazing thing that when we're sometimes overlapping on when Zach releases or Joel or I do, right. and like we're all, we're all very good at what we do. And we just, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's coming too big for our britches for what it's worth, but it's all a great thing. Yeah. So, uh, not, next episode, we're going to release both. We're going to release both next episode on the pinball network and the back to the private pinball party. So when you're looking for pinball party, when you see the numbers stop, Oh my God, where are they? We're going just search for the pinball party instead of pinball network. We'll be out there. The website should be good to go by then and social media, you know, electric bad helps with a lot of that stuff as well. So we'll be around. We're not going anywhere. We'll make it known. I'm still going to make everyone aware when things are posted, whether it's on Pinside or Facebook or Instagram, we're going to keep going. Um, it's, it's getting your own apartment. Get, I'm moving out, wow, um, growing up. It's like the end of super bad, right? It's like the end of super bad, but we're not going to different colleges. We're no. we're sticking together and and yeah. and building our own business. Yep, building our our own <laughs> pinball party business. You know what you all rising tides doing. sink all ships or something it, like exactly. Uh, yeah. Yep. No. So uh, pinball network. Everyone has been a gem, uh, and they can will continue to be. Um, we're going to still point people there because we are not the show that does the welcome to all the news and here's the production updates and the pinball market trends. No, we're, we're doing the, what do you say, the, the street trends? What did you say earlier, Kale? Uh, uh, yeah, street market value. I don't um, uh, yeah, perfect. Market watch, street market watch. <laughs> street market watch. Yeah, we don't have any. That's Zach's show. I, I can't touch Zach, nor would I want. Dave Ramsey does pinball. <laughs> Um, I, I would want to touch Zach, I guess what I'm getting at, but he, mm-hmm. he does such a great job at what he does. Um, we're not trying to emulate that. We got, we're doing our own thing. So w- when you want the news, what's up to date, what's, what's Stern doing, they have all the inside scoop, go there for your source of truth. I do. I go to there. I go to Nap Arcade. When you want to listen to the tournament stuff, go to Triple Drain. That's what they're doing. You want to hear the history of games, Silverball Chronicles. Uh, you want to hear someone to shit over everything? Uh, go listen to Canada. You know, I mean, that's just that's what's out there. Um, we are are doing our thing, and um, we're going to continue to do it. We're going to continue to do it well. I really appreciate all the listeners out there. The feedback is tremendous. A lot of it is honestly just heartfelt. Thank you. I'm glad that um, the stuff we do, you know, from not taking it too serious or being honest about stuff that's going out there, is 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 resonating. You know, to use a horrible business term. Um, so thank you for all the listeners. Um, thank you, you know, Rachel and Kale for the continued, you know, the journey that we're doing. Um, this is a lot of fun and we're going to keep doing just uh, not on the pinball network. Party on, Jason. Party on, Rachel. Well, thank you, too, for joining and rubbing teeth in people's teeth. Talking about Jurassic Park. Thank you for going through the three things. Figure it out. See which one uh, holds sway. Figure it out. Thanks for reviewing Ghostbusters with me, but uh, any last words from Electric Bat? What's, what are you guys doing? Uh, still, still waiting for Galactic Tank Force if that ever comes up. Mm. That's doing uh, well, right? Ever, people love that game. Ah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked, uh, what was it? The the place near you? Uh, not like super close. Lit. I think it's called yeah. Lit now. They they posted that they've fixed theirs and it's back on the floor and and I asked them publicly in the comments. So how, really, how is this game? And you know, there was a customer that was not excited about it. It was pretty much like avoid it. But then the the Lit crew was like, it's fun, you know. But of course, if they're sitting there trying to make money on it, it's fun. Um, I 
I'm just, I'm just kind of worried that this this uh, galactic tank force is going to tank American because um, hot tank, hot take, aren't hot tank. So we ordered one, and we haven't heard a damn thing about it. And for months they've been ghosting our distributor. Now I'm That's hearing. That's what you want. That's what right? you want. Right now I'm hearing they're actually ghosting people who. Suppliers. Suppliers. We've okay. talked to some upchain folks. Yeah. Uh, as so, in, so for the average listener, let's say, we're saying distributor and supply. American Pinball, who's making Galactic Tank Force, which me personally have played it a couple times. Eh, not great. They rely on a stable of people and companies to get all the things to make a pinball machine. If they can't get all of those things... From their suppliers. Like a ramp. Like a ramp. Yeah. Like a switch. Sure. Like a light bulb. All of the things, all the components that go, like a circuit board, all the things that go into making a pinball machine. Um, Yeah, we've heard both upstream and downstream some issues. So we're not holding our breath and we're not worried about it. We're excited about Venom and, and Pulp Fiction. There you go. And you're protected f- through your distributor. You don't have like money down, or is everyone like? I mean, is this oh, a situation? We're, we're fine. Where, yeah, okay. we never we never put money down on machines. Um, we just say, hey, get us this. Well, but and then we pay but, them when it shows up. But the funny part is, even when the machine was announced, and we were like, hey, we'll take one. Uh, we got a you know from our distributor, kind of like, well, we'll see. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that, they they didn't have a good feel about American. Anyway, well, from afar, I'm not do I don't do what you do. I do what I do. That I mean, it just keeps sounding very similar. Of are they going to fulfill demand? Are they going to make it even as a pinball company? I, yeah, up in I mean, the air. Yeah, if they're, not I like Hot Wheels it. a lot. I like Hot Wheels. That's yeah, I think Hot Wheels is cool. It was and it was built so well. Damn. High compliments from me. Yeah. Okay. So you may or may not get Galactic Tank Force. We'll see. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And we're talking about everybody, not just us. (laughs) This man has no dick. There you go. You got any Uh, tournaments coming up? Electric Bat? What's going on? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday at 630, breaking records. We also have a goth night now. So every second Sunday of the month. Um, we're doing goth night. We have, uh, we have Chewy's world famous bounty knockout tournament every, um, last Sunday of the month at noon. What else do we do? We, we've got some, we've got a three day tournament coming up in the fall. I don't know mm-hmm. the dates on that. Uh, keep your eyes peeled. We're doing some more one-off odd format tournaments, all kinds of things. I would s- stay tuned to the social media. Kale will, Kale will get everyone that information. That's right. And and before we leave, I have a, a, a shout out. A, a good buddy of mine in South Carolina got in touch with me and a friend of his, the family's run into some hard times. Their, their son is, is sick. And uh, Arthur Hutchinson, there's a benefit that Project Pinball is doing for him. And uh, you can you can get a... Uh, you donate some money. You know, you know how Project Pinball works. You, you know, donate donate a little money, get into the raffle, 
and you can get a, a James Bond topper, which is actually really cool. If you haven't seen this thing operating, uh, photos I've don't do it, it justice. It's I mean, it's good. like a Las Vegas feel. Shout out um, to uh, local Viddy. Hey, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of toppers. There you go. So you get a James Bond topper. Super cool James Bond uh, art blades, which I haven't seen yet. And now I want. You can, you, can, you can win that. And you can win a James Bond shooter rod. There may be some other stuff. But check that out. Go, go to Project Pinball. Something Project Pinball and, and, and Marco Specialties are doing together to help Arthur Hutchinson. So so head over to uh, Project Pinball social media or website and and be a part of that. Like uh, the bottom tier is twenty bucks. We all have twenty bucks. Let's let's help this kid out. Yeah, for sure. A wonderful cause. Let's put a link in the show notes for Project Pinball to go help Arthur out. Please, if you can, click on the link. Donate what you can. Really appreciate it. Well, we did it. Stay tuned next time. We will talk more. Uh, I say quote rumors because one of them's not. One of them's true. <laughs> we'll get, you know, we'll uh, we'll give you something that's true. A couple that are not. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk about pinball. We'll we can talk see how about much Scooby earns with a solid month of earnings. Ah, we'll see if it makes it a month. Yep, we'll yeah. see if. Stay tuned to see if Galactic Tank Force comes out to see if Galactic <laughs> Tank Force tanks American pinball. Um, for all your pinball news, don't come here. Go to the pinball show with Zach and Dennis. But for everything else, excluding tournament talk, okay, we I guess we don't do much. Come back to the pinball party. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. It has been an absolute slice. Thank you, Jason. Other you